Hey everybody, welcome back. It is another week of the Life is Mild podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian. Now this is the part where my glorious co-host Sterling would generally jump in, but unfortunately, because the world is a hellscape of never-ending horrors, Sterling has been felled by the Rona. Well, not felled. She's uh, she's just on the shelf for this week. Um, so she's going to take it a little bit easy. I'm going to put together a best of. And then, uh, you know, hopefully in two weeks time, we shall return. We will be telling you who can get it. We will be uh, waxing poetic about the misadventures of the world and uh, basically just bringing joy to all of you. Our, our loyal legions of listeners. So uh, sit back, enjoy the, some of uh, my favorite clips of this season. And uh, with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen, um, I'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. Well, in other news, and this is hilarious, uh, so Paula, hilarious. <laughs> Paula Patton, uh, actress, she was in like Jumping the Broom, a couple of other things. She's not great. She used to be married to Robin Thicke. She's cute, not a good actress. Um, decided to make a TikTok and share her, <laughs> share her mother's fried chicken recipe. So disclaimer here, first of all, when she was like, this is my mother's. And I was like, ruh row, I think her mom is white, not black. Here's the thing. <laughs> when I saw the first like 10 seconds of uh, her preparation, I was like, oh yeah, she got a white mama. <laughs> she got a white mom. No show. Yeah. <laughs> verified she does have a white mother i was like oh she's gonna she's gonna ruin it for us mixed kids real fast uh so <laughs> and she did she definitely did um so she makes this fried chicken and it looks terrible so she takes the chicken and she rinses it off in cold water now there is a lot of debate on fried ch on chicken and cleaning chicken a lot of people do vinegar or salt they do lime, they might just do hot water. Some people don't do anything because you actually don't have to do it. But I still rinse mine off in hot water just because I feel better doing that personally. But it's up to you. Then she takes it and she puts it into flour. No seasoning, no salt, no nothing, just flour. She then proceeds to drop it into the oil and then add the seasoning to <laughs> she uses avocado oil <laughs> oh no i didn't even see that no yes. Paula, no she is, she is frying chicken in oh. avocado oil oh god no 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 <laughs> and then the seasoning in the oil oh it was just disgusting and then she like flipped it the grease is like black and then when she cut it open, it was still kind of pink. And then she ate it. And I gotta say, oh, it just, 
it was an embarrassment. <laughs> it's just an embarrassment. I was so mad. I was like, these, first of all, Zoe Kravitz being fucking ridiculous <sighs> after the we'll, Will Smith We'll get thing. into that. We'll get into I that. have thoughts. I was like, there's that mixed chick. It was, a bad, it. It was, it was bad a bad week. It was a bad week for, for the biracials. Bad week for us. I was looking at Julian like, damn, homie. <laughs> so mad. Y'all like, took an L this week. <laughs> we really did. I was like, son of a bitch. Y'all are killing us out here. I was like, so you got Zoe Kravitz and then you got this Paula Patton fried chicken. But the best response was this woman. She was like, uh, had to text my family. She's a black woman. She's married. She was married to the I white was gonna guy. Bring that. <laughs> I loved Texted it. her kids and was like, "You will not be that biracial." <laughs> she gave them their fried chicken recipe. She was like, "Y'all got a black mom." And the kid responded, "Was like, note, don't be that biracial." <laughs> and I was like, "There it is," because <laughs> I was like, "This is a Travis Sham mockery." I am so mad we were just we were just coming out of the zoe kravitz thing and then fucking paula Patton setting us back and i was like son of a bitch out of nowhere too like nobody was thinking about you know poor man's megan markle like no, no. <laughs> she is a poor man's megan markle look and she's a she's a beautiful woman not a not as good an actress as megan markle but you no. know what she's She's good in shows like, you know, uh, a burn notice or something like yeah. that, which I think actually had Meghan Markle in it now that I think about it. <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> but, but you yeah, know. she's like a USA actress. Uh, yeah. a, a, a straight to Netflix romantic comedy actress. Yep, exactly. Like, she's got a lane. I think she should make movies. I'm not saying she should, you know, not. No. Everybody's got it. a lane. She's, she's not just the not the worst actress in the world. She just. Not great. Yeah, she's not going to win any awards there and she definitely not gonna win no awards for that damn fried chicken oh my god like so that that's i was like i don't know how you offend both white people and black people <laughs> with fried chicken but kudos to you because you oh. made it happen oh. like, medium rare chicken i was like oh. what is, I was like, how i was like what's this it, avocado oil got like a low smoke point like you're not supposed to fry with that no <laughs> This is not a frying oil. Oh. I watch too much uh, Food Network. Like I'm over oh. here talking about like smoke points and oil. <laughs> but, but when you said avocado oil, I was like, that's a low smoke point. <laughs> <laughs> that is not accurate. That, you should not be using that for fried chicken. Shout out to Alden Brown for teaching me smoke point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a yeah. It's, it's been a it's been a bad. <laughs> bad week for the mixed kids out here i was here. like oh oh you're so pretty but your your chicken is is so trash and she kept so saying organic i was like stop it stop. <laughs> please you're making it worse yeah. fried chicken ain't healthy it's not healthy it's speaking of fried chicken though that's healthy did you see the the fake chicken yes with the fake bone with the wooden bone yes first okay well I made a comment on a friend of mine from high school. She posted it and <laughs> Facebook has warned me that I am inciting violence. Oh, okay. Comments such as this. And I said, quote, if you serve me this, I would burn your house to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> 
and for the the listeners who have not seen this chicken it Ooh. is a fake bone uh i think it's made out of wood i'm not 100 yeah. percent sure but it's not edible that's the big point um then there are these bean curd sheets that's soaked in like a vegan chicken broth and she wraps it around this bone and creates like a a drumstick and she puts the seasoning she puts seasoning on her fake chicken she actually cooked it the right way (laughs) i will give her that um yeah puts a little bit of the seasoning egg wash flour deep fries it it looks like a piece of chicken it does but it's not and i'm like if i come to your house facebook can't censor me here i will burn everything to the ground if you give me fake chicken everything you love so like my sister's a vegan uh has been now for a while and she like kills it right she'll make all this stuff but I would even, I would venture to guess that she would be like, this is the grossest looking thing. I, w- I feel like a lot of the vegan people in my life, like, are just like, no, no, like the fake bone, because you can make fake chicken yeah. stuff that does taste pretty like much like chicken, but the fake bone, I was like, but you don't even want bones, right? Like, isn't that part of it? <laughs> Okay, see, so there's vegan, and then there's, like, these vegans. Yes. The people that we know are vegan. They're vegan. They're like, you know what? Hey, meat ain't for me. Like, hey, cool. Yeah, great. These people, these vegans? I was like, they're the ones that ruin it. They make vegans look bad. Yep. (laughs) They're the ones that other vegans just hate because it's would, like, why do you do this? I would bet that they would want to burn somebody's house down. <laughs> well, in other news. <laughs> Hank the Tank is terrorizing the uh, the uh, neighborhood. So hell yeah, Hank! I know, hell yeah! Uh, Hank the Tank is a giant black bear. He's about five hundred pounds. He is in the Tahoe area of California. Um, California's wildlife agency says that he has broken into at least twenty eight homes in South Lake Tahoe adding that he's responsible for 152 reports of conflict behavior. I think that's like a hilarious thing because I'm like, he's a fucking bear. <laughs> like, it's all conflict. You built your fucking cabin in his natural habitat. In his natural There's habitat. There's going to be some conflict. <laughs> There's always conflict. Uh, Hank is severely food habituated, a severely food habituated bear. Uh, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife said, adding that the term means that the animal has lost its fear of people and is associating people with access to food. Right now, they are trying to capture him and make a decision on what to do. They say they can't relocate him for whatever reasons, and euthanization may be an option, which I hate. That's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. 
I was like, we come in. Yeah. We come in, we disrupt nature. We cause all the problems A bear being a fucking bear. Looking for food being like, I realize that if I just open this trash can or bust through that window, food's going to be way easier to get. And they're like, we need to kill him. And I'm like, you're no, don't do that. That's not fair. It's just not fair to me. I don't live in Tahoe. So maybe, maybe this is the problem, but there was a, uh, let's see, a, I believe she is 79 years old. She was quoted in the New York Times. <laughs> she had the best quote. She said, why should this big dummy die? <laughs> <laughs> when he breaks into a home, he is far more interested in food than the people who are, in, who are inside. He just sits there and eat. He doesn't attack. He doesn't growl. He he doesn't even make rude faces. <laughs> this is that's amazing. Why should this big dummy die? Big dummy die. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. I'm like, he's just a big dumb fucking bear. Like doing bear shit. I don't know. It, it, that bear didn't go crazy. That bear went bear. He like, was bear. He was a big lazy bear and yeah. was like. I'm just going to do this from now on because it's so much easier than like hunting and gathering. I don't know what you fools are up to, but I'm a bus in this house right quick. Yeah, The average black bear in the Western U.S. weighs 100 to 300 pounds. Hank weighs 500 pounds. So Hank's figured something out. (laughs) Hank is huge. I did see that picture of him and I was like, that bear is so big. He's so big. I was like, that is a fucking unit. That bear is a beast. He's a beast. Oh my gosh. He is so big. I just think it's funny. I love that it's like all over the place. People are stressed out and I'm like, let Hank, like, let Hank the tank live. I don't know. I, I don't know, maybe leave a tray of food outside your house then if you right. hey, just, you know, to the altar of Hank. I don't yeah. know. Just but like you can't your, kill that bear. You can't kill the bear. Leave your food scraps in a bin, throw all your other stuff in the regular garbage and be done with it. Yeah, I was uh, in that same New York Times article. They were saying that a lot of people moved to Tahoe uh, because they were working remotely. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know basically the rules of like uh, how to keep bears away. So like mm-hmm. they didn't have trash cans that bears couldn't get into. And um, they didn't uh, basically, they just weren't wary of like bear attacks. So, so they had their food out and um, did all this stuff. And now like Hank's going to get punished because these people just decided, oh, I, I can work from home. Let's go up to Tahoe. Yep. Dummies. Like fucking Chesterton <laughs> J. <laughs> J. Lampwick. How dare you? Goddamn gentrifiers are killing Hank. They're killing Hank, man. I won't stand for it. <laughs> I bet the I bet the like Tahoe regulars, like the people that actually like live there, are probably so pissed off at all those like remote workers. I was like, it's probably good for their little economy, but it just probably sucks. Yeah, I mean, like, again, Miss Bryant, she's probably a Tahoe regular. And yep. that's why she's like, that big dummy shouldn't die. And yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. She's like, 
this is fine. Everything's fine. It's these idiots coming here, not knowing how to throw away their garbage properly. 79-year-old Carolyn Myers, who lives in Tahoe, said she's taking new measures to protect her house from that, quote, big bad bear. I just locked my sliding glass door. The thought of Hank doesn't keep me up at night. <laughs> I love these old ladies being these like- These old women kids. are killing the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So suck it up, Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Hank, Hank alone. Leave Hank alone. Hank the tank forever. Shit's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of crazy. Uh yeah. Uh yeah. The last story was uh those cuckoo bananas, but uh this uh this story's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the balls to come up with something <laughs> like this is <laughs> I, I I really don't even know what to what to say about this. Well, Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, this beacon of masculinity, if you yes, will. Very much so. Um, he has brought into your life, my life, all of our lives, really, the uh, the concept of testicle tanning. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I just Yeah. I saw that trending. Uh, on uh, Elon Musk's Twitter, and I was like, uh, "Of course, huh? Boy, it's starting already." <laughs> <And> so uh, <laughs> I was like, "You know what? What the hell? I'm gonna look, see what this is about." Um, uh, Tucker Carlson has a documentary called "The End of Men," <sighs> and he had a quote-unquote fitness professional. Uh, sure. What he is a professional in, couldn't tell you. No. Uh, but Andrew McGovern tells Tucker Carlson, the solutions are really simple. Red light therapy, testicle tanning, has massive benefits. And Tucker Carlson goes, half the viewers right now are like, what? Testicle tanning? That's crazy. But my view is, okay, testosterone levels have crashed and nobody says anything about it. That's crazy. So why is it so crazy to seek solutions? Buddy, it's crazy to take your balls out when you're outside <laughs> and, and tan them. Like, do you got the little like foil, like cone that people use to tan? Do you got one for your balls? Do you like, what? what? I, didn't, just... <laughs> I didn't look into like the logistics of uh, testicle tanning. Right. Uh, <laughs> do you got like, you know, ball tanning lotion. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? What's the SPF level for your balls? I just like picture like a device that you just like, you have to lift your like penis up and then like gently lay your ball sack in there and then like a light beams and then <laughs> that's it. Like, this is what I'm picturing. Also, what? Like, aren't there better ways to increase your testosterone like you can take some meds are there i feel like there's creams i don't know 
I mean, I also, like is that... testosterone like really crashing? Is that a thing, or did Tucker Carlson just make that up? Uh, well, according to all of the research that I've done, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, testosterone <laughs> okay. levels are not crashing. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, okay. So according to this article, <clears throat> testicle tanning, more formally known as a red light therapy for testosterone, involves exposing one scrotum to infrared light. <laughs> Uh, in the trailer for this documentary, multiple images of a naked white man appearing to plug his testicles into some sort of infrared light device. As his bottom half lights up, the man's arms slowly raise, indicating some sort of victory or enlightenment has been achieved, presumably with the help of testicle tanning. Oh, my goodness gracious. <clears throat> this oh. is the first time the idea of testicle tanning has entered the public discourse in 2015 a baseball player said that uh it's good for vitamin uh deficiencies in men if you want to be your strongest get some sun on your boys and by your boys i mean your testicles oh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh man Oh, Tucker Carlson. Just the beacon of truth, isn't he? I find... <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just like, I don't even know what to say because I'm like, I've never, I, again, <laughs> the fact that he said like testosterone is like crashing. And I was like, I feel like they would talk about it if it was only because like they clearly care more about like men's reproductive health than women's as we know so it's like <laughs> so i feel like just men's health in general gets more attention and studies and what all what have you so we would like know about it and i'm like is he just like clinging to this idea because like men are like soft and emotional now and not like manly and building cabins and it's like who fucking cares is that what he's saying? I feel like that's what it is. I don't even know. This is, how many men are going to start doing this? How many men are going to start going to tanning salons? So this will like be a booming now industry for tanning salons for men, I'm assuming. They're going to be like, I should just do that. So when they go tanning though, like, are they only like sticking their balls in the bed <laughs> and they're just like standing outside standing of the it? outside. <laughs> so walking around with like pale ass legs and like, super orange tan balls <laughs> it's so weird it's so weird a doctor interviewed said that uh let's see basically the studies that they're using to uh prove that red light increases testosterone levels have been done on animal subjects which are obviously very imperfect models of humans and obviously do not fully <laughs> represent our own physiology. Too much sunlight can neg negatively affect male testicles and lead to uh, decreased sperm count and intratesticular testosterone levels. Oh, so, so it, would, it would do the opposite? <laughs> so we can listen to this doctor who 
uh, clearly knows that, uh, quote, the testicles are vital organs responsible for producing testosterone. Uh, testicles prefer to be in a slightly cooler environment than the core body temperature, which is why they move in response to local temperature. So basically, don't boil your balls, folks. Um, if, you, if you're listening to this and, and you are considering testicle tanning, don't do it. You, you're feeling a little bit, you know, a little, little sluggish. Don't don't boil your balls. No, don't tan don't tan your testicles. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't don't get your information from Tucker Carlson first and foremost. Ever. I feel like on I try not to be like, you know, toxic masculinity and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'll be a little bit toxic when it comes to Tucker Carlson and like Ben Shapiro telling yes. me what a real man is like, boy, I will beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like I know violence is not the answer, but in the words exactly. of Matt Barnes, sometimes it is. <laughs> Somebody should have smushed, like mushed him a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, John Stewart bullied the bow tie off of him. <laughs> he hadn't right? worn that bow tie since John Stewart <laughs> roasted his ass. He was like, I guess I'm done with this. Like, hmm, I got to get people to forget about this one. <laughs> Tucker Carlson tans his testicles. Well, the more you know. That's, a, that's an image I don't think any of us needed. <laughs> So what's been happening out there? What's been what's been going on? What's trending, if you will? Well, I stumbled across an article today from The Atlantic, um, and it was about uh, the the new show, Bel well, the dramatic retelling of Bel Air and the author's issue with the show. And I, I just didn't. I did not find, I did not have the same issues that she did. Yeah. Um, basically, she says that, you know, uh, black capitalism won't save, capitalism won't save black people. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it's the Fresh Prince. It's very opulent and a lot of decadence and, you know, black excellence, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, why can't it just be a show? Like, why do why do we have to struggle in every show? Like, how come it just can't be a show about some like rich black folk? <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, I read through it and I was like, I see, I see her point, right? Because I felt like there were good points that were made about, you know, capitalism will not save black people. And I was like, sure, because it kills us, right? We know this. Yeah. But I was like, you don't have to crap on these TV shows that are just showing like a different side, right? Like you were saying, we don't have to struggle in everything. And there's like a lot of struggle black shows and there's mostly like middle-class black shows, which is just like, you know, the average. And I was like, oh, okay. Like now we got like rich black people <laughs> like on Bel Air and the other two that she was talking about the one where they have like the vineyard in napa and yeah, then, the kings of napa yeah and then the other one like with yaya from america's next top model 
and yeah she's doing it by the way i'm proud of her but um hashtag can get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like read through it and i was like i mean okay yes like capitalism will not lead to racial and economic justice yes i agree with this but you can also just write that article right like you can use maybe a little bit of a reference at some point but you don't have to shit all over these shows and say like well they're just showing this without showing the real struggle and it's like but we don't want to watch the struggle all the time. We also yeah. want to just watch rich people being stupid. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, just look like us. Yeah. I, if, if you're making policy, absolutely. Capitalism will not save black people. Right. If you are making a show about, you know, the Will Smith character from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like it can just be what it is. Like it, it's it is. a show. It, Who cares? It, it's like every time there's like a popular black show, there has to be a way to shit. It. Like when Empire came out, mm-hmm. it was just this ridiculous, over the top show. Yep. Like, and it was just fun. You would go on Twitter and you'd live tweet it, and people you didn't even know would be tweeting back and forth with you. And it was just a fun time. And then you get people, well, y'all was watching Empire. I was out here trying to build an empire. And I just be like, fuck you. Okay, let people enjoy things. Let people enjoy things. Like, the world is a hellscape. It's terrible. We can get one hour, one hour. We just want to escape from the problems. And like, when we escape, it would be nice to have people that like also look like us in these in these worlds right like great now we have like big rich fancy black people our next step is to have some fantasy shows and like where they're slaying dragons and shit that's the next one i can't wait for it because then they're gonna have some takes on this we're like oh but our people wouldn't have done this and i'm like first of all dragons don't exist (laughs) it's a fantasy you know what i'm saying like everybody has to have a take and i'm like or we could just enjoy it for entertainment and like just have a nice hour off from the I'm world. just happy that Black people have shows right. because true equality is going to be the day when Black people can make a TV show that is just shitty. Just shitty. It doesn't have to be, you know, this excellent, just top to bottom, like beautiful cinematic masterpieces weekly. Right. It can just be a shitty show. Or it can be like a shitty Netflix movie. Like, you know, Tyler Perry, like true equality is Tyler Perry making all these shitty Netflix movies and the wigs (laughs) don't even match. Because Adam Sandler gets to make shitty Netflix movies with all of his boys. And he gets to like hook up with Sofia Vergara, which would never happen in life. Like, why can't we have our version of that? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I used to shit on Tyler Perry movies all the time until you know I saw a Twitter thread where a lady was like, yeah, you know what? It's not for me, but guess what? Why shouldn't he be able to make shitty movies? Yeah. And I was like, she's absolutely right. She's we absolutely sh- right. We shouldn't take away his right to make shitty movies so no. someone can make a good movie. Yep. Like, let's just give the other black guy a chance to make a good movie make a good one and he can still make his shitty movies like we can keep all those crappy tyler perry movies they're garbage i hate tyler perry movies but like people like them so whatever i don't care i don't watch them that's it like i just don't watch them as my niece told me it's not for me it's not for me it's okay (laughs) 
But when like when Prentice Penny came out with the uncorked movie on Netflix with the young black sommelier, and I was like, these are my favorite type of the first of all, I just love those types of movies, like coming of age. Oh, I gotta like figure out who I am, all of that. And I was like, and it's just about a black kid who wants to be a sommelier. Like, that's all I love those types of things. Make more of those for me. Like, that's what I want. Like I'm gonna win the award, but I love it. What was that shitty Jamie Foxx movie that came out in the pandemic where he had like the superpowers trying to save his daughter? Yeah. I'm like, why do we have to see like, you know, um Vin Diesel in that movie? How come Jamie Foxx can't be in this movie exactly. with the he plucky black girl from New Orleans, like as his sidekick? Like exactly. let's let some black people make some shitty movies for Netflix and get a quick check. Yeah, just an enjoyable little hour and a half flick to throw on on a Saturday afternoon. Like I sat there, I live tweeted it. It was terrible, but I enjoyed myself. <laughs> like it was entertaining, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it was good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, entertainment. Hashtag let people enjoy things. <laughs> Thank you. Like, cause her point was, she made great points all throughout it. Right. I don't understand why Belair put her in her feelings to the point where she had to write that article. Exactly. I was like, just write an article about how, you know, it won't re lead to racial and economic justice. You can just write that and it would be a much better article. And there's a ton of evidence to support exactly. it. You don't have to be like, this young black filmmaker should not get the chance to live his dream. <laughs> Right. Not until all the ills of black people have been solved. Not on my watch. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn, we won't have nothing then. Like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, I can't enjoy exactly. shit. It's almost this. The list of stuff that black people can't enjoy is almost as list as long as the list of stuff that makes you gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. All right, well, what has been going on in the social media world? Oh, <laughs> Sterling. World at large. Oh, Sterling. Things have been going on in the social media world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last week, um, during, the, during the end of Black History Month, no less, <laughs> I think that this was a gift to, to us of, of, the, uh, of the diaspora that yes. we needed. Yes. So an executive from uh Estee Lauder was uh not fired but forced to retire um mm -hmm. after he posted a racist meme <laughs> now <laughs> what <laughs> oh my god it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous <sighs> I laughed so... really hard though <laughs> I'm so sorry this Estee Lauder executive, uh, his name is John Dempsey. And when you look at him, you would be like, oh, he posted a racist meme. I wonder what that racist meme said. <laughs> he posted a one of the old school like Sesame Street book covers. Yep. And Snuffy is in bed. And he's, you know, he's got a little hot water bag on his head and a <laughs> thermometer. <laughs> 
And in the corner is Big Bird with a mask on. And it says, quote, my nigga Snuffy done got the Rona at a Chingy concert. (laughs) (laughs) And when when I tell you the scream I let out, one, when I saw the meme, (laughs) and then two, when I saw who posted the meme. Who posted it? Oh my God. Oh my I God. laughed so hard when you sent that to me. I was dying. And I was like, this shit is so racist. But it's so fucking funny. And I was like, I cannot believe. And then he, the fact that he said, I didn't read it, which you're like, but that's the whole point. Like, you can't not read it. It's right there. It's in it's the right middle there. of the page. It's between Big Bird and Snuffy. And you Snuffy. can't miss it. You can't miss it. I'm like, what did you think you were posting? Don't say you did. Just admit it. Just admit it. Yeah. Like, I thought this was funny. My bad, y'all. And yep. guess what? It is funny. It is it's funny. so <laughs> funny. And the fact that he posted it makes it even funnier. Like, <laughs> And that's it. Like, he should have just been like, I get it now. I apologize. I just laughed. I thought it was a funny thing because we were all joking about calling it the Rona. <laughs> you know, like whatever. I want to know where is he trafficking on on the inst- uh, on the interwebs <laughs> that he came across this because he does like, not strike me as no. the type that's diving deep into Black Twitter, which is where I'm sure this came from. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How I was like, did he get why this? Why did I not see this? I'm mad that John Dempsey of Estee Lauder saw this yes. before me. Before we saw it. Oh my gosh. Whew. It was so, a good, yeah. that was that was a great. That was yeah. such a funny one. So he was forced to forced to retire, say goodbye to his $10 million a year uh salary. Oof. And uh I, I'm sure he has a very hefty uh little parachute there to, to yeah, land yes. on. I'm not worried about that. I'm not this, worried about him at all. It just reminds me of when that uh was it like a councilman or whatever he had the the Randy Watson yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, damn, this is very offensive, but this is very funny. It's like very I'm, funny. It's very funny. It's such a good costume. I was this like, is such a good meme. <laughs> I'm not offended at all as a black person. <laughs> I will say that. I will I can admit that it's funny and that yep. it is offensive, yep. but I am not offended. <laughs> I am not either. I was like cuz this is just too funny. Cuz like if I had found that, I was like I would immediately have sent it to you. I would have probably yeah. posted it on my social media. <laughs> yeah, I might have, you know, closed it off to the close friends option. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But this shit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the Rome at a Chingy concert. <laughs> Why Chingy? <laughs> and that was the other thing where you're like, what? Chingy? Chingy. Oh man, that was that was like that was just like wow, icing on that cake. Where I was like, yeah, dude, you deserve you deserve to lose your job, but this is also fucking funny. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. 
just too ridiculous. I've been laughing at this for like two weeks now. So- and it's so good. It just keeps getting better. Every time I look at this meme and then I look at his face, it keeps getting it's better. Perfect. It's really perfect. It was- I feel like, like laughs like that now. I'm just like, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take like this joy because it's been such a shit couple of years that I'm like, oh, laughter. Uh, Just that deep, like tears coming down your face. Like (laughs) it's just as funny now. Like literally the back of my head is hurting from like me laughing so hard right now. Like it's (laughs) just as funny now as it was when I first saw it. (laughs) When you first see it, it's one of those. It's perfect. Well, speaking of a bro dude losing his shit, Hmm. who could it be? (laughs) Friend of the show. Noted, uh, noted physician and uh, COVID nineteen uh, <laughs> researcher uh, Joe Rogan in a little bit of a little bit of hot water right now. Oof, is he ever? I mean, it's not going to stop him, but no, he he ain't going nowhere. But I mean, people is on his ass right now, and I for one love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. I'm like dragging him all over the place because he's the worst. Why? Well. Someone put a compilation video together of Joe Rogan dropping the N-word on his uh, on his podcast, his hundred million dollar podcast. Uh, hey, Spotify, if you want to give some, you don't even got to give us a hundred million dollars. No. Uh, you can give us twenty five million dollars. I I didn't discuss this with you. I'm sure you'd be okay with me I'm accepting okay twenty five million dollars on. I will take it. Okay, yeah, um, and uh, we can say nigga. So, um, yeah. I mean, there you so go. If that's what you want. <laughs> you have people who are willing to do that for you. I will add a counter to this show <laughs> that will ding every time I say it. If it makes you, if it makes you happy. <laughs> we will do it. And we will take our $25 million. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. This whole thing, like, and it's funny because, you know, people will... That was a long time ago. And I was like, it was like in 2018. This is not a long time ago. This happened when our children were alive. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, he's an old man. He's a grown man. He's an yeah. old man. Like, I'm like really confused by like people that be like, oh, well, it, it was a different time. And I'm, I'm like, like, okay. Um, what, when, three, like, four so, years ago? Yeah. When celebrities get famous and they're like 21 and they dig up a tweet from when they were like 13 years old, I'm right. like, eh, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't really, whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to be mad about you being a fucking stupid teenager. You're being 13 years old. I You're get 13. it. Whatever. Um, Joe Rogan was like 45 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, this man was almost 50. And this was, again, just a few years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, his, uh, his apology. I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that. Never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that. Now I haven't said it in years. That's right. He put his nigga patch on. Um, it's completely <laughs> out of system. Uh, 
about like how he was saying it like I thought it was okay to say it you know if you were yeah. saying it in context and I'm like I looked up like some of the clips where he's saying it in context yeah and it's just like well why can't white people say it? I mean, I can, you can call me, you know, this slur for Italians. And I don't think Mexicans get mad if you say this slur or like, it's like he was fishing for an excuse to just say slurs. And I'm like, white dudes, why, why do you want to say it so bad? So bad. It's like, heaven forbid that a, you know, minority folks, can do something that you can't and like that's all it is right like that's all it comes down to is that they how dare because they are the top right like they run this shit white men so the people that they have control and power over shouldn't be allowed to do anything that they can't do and it's like it's not stopping yeah i know y'all still say it yeah you just don't (laughs) say it in front of me just don't say it in front of us. Like, this is the thing. Like The bar is so low. It's so low. We're literally just saying, don't say it around people and on podcasts and TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You're still going to say it because you're fucking racist. We know this. We're not dumb. We're just saying, maybe not in front of people. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I mean, Black people have, like, there are two things we can play with our black card. We can we can say nigga, and we can uh, be genetically predisposed to sickle cell. Uh, yep. That's it. Yay! These are the advantages. <laughs> um, so those are if, our privileges. <laughs> if, if the white delegation would like to swap, you can happily drop all the n bombs you want. But you got to take everything that comes with take, it, you take or lack thereof. Yep, there it is. Ugh. I was more offended by the Planet of the Apes joke, though. That was so bad. I mean, was he didn't, he didn't say uh, he didn't say nigga there, but it was no. it, it was way worse than. I was like, you're awful. Like yeah. you're fucking racist, you piece of shit. I mean, yeah. there was no doubt in my mind, but like you know, just when you hear it, when it's like verified, and you're like, there it is. Yep, I knew it. But that was bad. That was I saw that one. That was fucking terrible. And mm-hmm. have you seen like all the people coming to his defense? I saw like Jewel. I didn't <laughs> see Jewel. Like, That's oh, disappointing. Yeah. I didn't like read anything. It was just like Jewel comes to like Joe Rogan's defense, and I was like, oh, living in a van, poetry writing, Jewel. You too. <laughs> yep. So I got a list here. So we got John Stewart, who said, uh, let's see, he defended Joe Rogan and praised his willingness to correct mistakes. First off, his willingness to correct mistakes. He never corrects his mistakes. What what he like, did you see the clip where he's falsely claiming like vaccines give kids myocarditis and there's a literal heart surgeon like right there that's like, no, COVID gives kids myocarditis way in way more cases than any vaccine ever has. He's like, I don't know. Uh, can we look that up? And then his assistant looks it up, proves the doctor right. And then he's like, I don't know, but can we trust this information? I'm like, bitch, you are just proven wrong. You just proven wrong. <laughs> By your people. <laughs> yes. 
like there's the research and there's an, an expert like why what is fucking i hate it i just i'm bleh, i'm so over all of it okay yeah but the lengths that people were going to defend joe rogan so there was um let's see john stewart said don't leave don't abandon don't censor engage one nobody's censoring joe rogan they're just asking him to not be a shitty not human be, being not be shitty like that's it he, he willingly took down all these episodes of his podcast where he was saying racist shit and he still gets to keep a hundred million dollars like yeah. what, how is censor me please yeah right uh whitney cummings said don't look to oh. why so many people trust joe rogan look to why so few people trust the mainstream media Comedians did not sign up to be your hero. It's our job to be irreverent and dangerous, to question authority and take you through a spooky mental haunted house so you can arrive at your own conclusions. Uh, I love Mark Maron's reply to that. He was like, I thought comedians were supposed to be funny. I was like, I love you, Mark. You, That's a you, solid response. You are one middle-aged white man who has never disappointed me. Yeah. Please do not ever change or I would be crushed. I really like it. Because first of all, I fucking hate Whitney Cummings. And I hate that she's so famous because she's not funny to me. And then people will be like, see, women aren't funny. And I'm like, don't use her. Like, she's not funny. Like, this she's stuff. terrible. Like, she's look so at Janelle weird. James. Janelle James is fucking hilarious like i'm like there's so many funny women like so many and i hate that she's risen to this like level because i'm like oh she's not funny and she created uh what was that uh the two broke girls with the uh, racist asian character like so she's probably not the best person speaking of racist asian characters we got andrew yang who jumped in oh my god oh (laughs) oh I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. The man interacts and works with black people literally <laughs> all the time. I saw him. <laughs> I saw his and I didn't know it was him. And I started laughing because I was like, oh, this is somebody making a joke. Yeah. And then I was like, oh no <laughs> this is yang he's not making a joke he he's is a scary. joke <laughs> <laughs> do i know black friends of joe's who would swear by him yes i do so he knows two black people that know joe rogan that would vouch for him yeah there there it is even ashy larry ashy larry donnell rollins if you if you dug through a comedian's words and jokes from the past 20 years, we would all be canceled. Hashtag protect the art. It, I, hate, I, I don't want to say I hate comedians. I love comedians. Yep. I hate this kind of comedian who's yep. like, we're truth tellers and mm-hmm. we don't care about blah, 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 blah. But then as soon as someone criticizes, not tells you to stop, not tells you, just like, <laughs> hey, this is fucked up. Yeah. Don't just they don't say lose that. their shit. Also, is Joe Rogan a comedian? Like apparently. What, what's what's your favorite Joe Rogan joke? This is a I I had no idea because I knew he, like I saw, you know, news radio 
and then fear factor yeah and so i just thought he was like a mediocre actor and then all of a sudden it's like he has this podcast and people are like he's a comedian and i was like no he's not like what's your favorite <laughs> joe like if you go eddie murphy oh the, the bit where he's talking about lillian can i go outside or right Dave chappelle talking about you know uh the baby outside <laughs> the limo <laughs> hey baby <laughs> Nobody has a favorite Joe Rogan joke. Because no. nobody I'm, knew he was a comedian. Did you uh, like stand-up? I don't know. <laughs> is he a stand-up comedian? I do love that like people are like bringing up guys like um Patrice O'Neill. And they'd be like, oh, well, Patrice said that you should have half the audience laughing at you and half the audience, you know, ready to fight you. And a podcast I listened to made a great point. And it was, yeah, Patrice O'Neill was funny enough where he knew he could make everybody laugh. You can't right. make anybody laugh. <laughs> right. So you and Patrice O'Neill are not the same. We're not the same. Also, he was, same a, he was a dude that could say some fucked up stuff. And then it would be hilarious. He knew it was wrong. And he just like took whatever you said about him. Like he didn't come out here and be like, you can't criticize me because right. I'm a truth teller. And he'd be like, yeah, you probably should be mad. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was fucking fucked up. What like, I said. That was a fucked up joke. Right. Yeah, like, right? And you're like, yeah. And he's like, yep. And that's why I like Patrice O'Neill. There you go. Yeah. Joe Rogan, stand-up comedian. No. <laughs> Noted stand-up Joe Rogan. <laughs> idiot how is he getting paid so much money and we are not i don't know i don't know it makes no sense it's not fair our content is way i will i will pepsi challenge the shit out of our content <laughs> next to joe rogan's okay that's all folks